Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 308 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is a full-stack developer. She has developed and delivered more than 200 websites over the last nine years, ranging from static to fully-fledged networking and e-commerce sites. She is now focused on creating tutorials and courses to simplify web development for beginners. So it's my pleasure to welcome to the podcast, Shruti Balasa. Hey, Phil, thank you so much. Thank you for that introduction. No, you're welcome. So, full-stack developer, could you perhaps give us a bit of an understanding of what that means? Because I think a lot of people talk about front-end, back-end, but it's quite useful to understand what full-stack development really entails. Yes, definitely. Uh, So, I began my career uh, as a f- I began my career without even knowing that it's full stack development. What happened was I got approached by a f- very good friend of mine who's also a mentor. He said I have a very nice idea for a web app. Would you be interested to develop it? I said I'm very new to it. Uh, I just have little knowledge about it, but maybe I could try. So I started, and uh, when you have to develop a web app all by yourself you need to know both front end and back end so there was there was nobody else helping me in this i had to learn everything and uh, soon i realized that okay this is called full stack web development and when you're the only person doing handling everything even the uh, operations even the hosting maintenance and everything yeah you're called a full stack web developer but Generally, when people take up jobs, they want to specialize in something, and that's why they either specialize in front-end or back-end. But yes, there are a lot of people who are able to focus on both. And yeah, that's what uh, is a full-stack web developer. Okay. And you've, you've now developed and designed 200 websites. Yes. Yes, that's right. That's quite a quantity. So is there a a range of people you've created websites for or is it one particular industry sector? Uh, No, there are many industries. So I was working at a startup uh, which was not a technology startup. It was into training mostly. So I had to develop the backend for a lot of other operational uh, requirements, which is why many of them were very small web apps. Uh, which could uh, simply, you know, probably somebody would come and enter their details or do their weekly reporting, something like that. But the startup also needed some uh, external funding. So I also took up web development projects in the time I had. Uh, That's when I built websites for uh, restaurants, for construction companies, temples, and uh, so many more such industries. So not limited to any one industry, yeah. Indeed, yeah. Is it something you still do? I know you focus now on the, the sort of um, helping other people develop their their careers. But do you still keep your hand in, and do you still create and design websites? Very little. I could say about ten percent of my focus is on development because I also need to uh, stay at the edge of what is happening right now. But most of it uh, is about you know passing on that knowledge. 
Yes, good. Okay, fine. Right. Uh, Shruti, can you maybe give us a career tip, one that the audience may not be aware of? Yes, uh, this might be uh, an unpopular opinion. I would like to give a tip that, you know, I, I want you all to be open to any opportunities, at least in the beginning of your career. So I got an opportunity for uh, being, you know, for doing some marketings, for some sales. I took up that. I got an opportunity to teach math at school for, you know, grade 11 and 12. I took up that as well. Yes, that was just for about a month, but I took it up. I got an opportunity to design some brochures or pamphlets. I took that up. I, I took up almost anything that came my way without thinking too much. So there's a lot of advice these days that, you know, you should learn to say no, you should, you should really specialize into one thing. Yes, all that is true. But that comes a few years into your career when you really know what you're good at. Until then, I would really advise everyone to try your hands at everything because you never know where you're really good at until you try your hands. There might not be much money or returns in what you're trying, but that's okay. You, it, it's going to pay you off in the future. That's what I believe. Good. No, that's a good good point. I think it is definitely worth trying different things because until you do, you don't really know what you like and what you enjoy. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Shruti, can you share with us your worst career moment and what you learned from that experience? Yeah, uh, there are quite a few, but uh, I can point out to one of them. So like I mentioned before, I used to build a lot of uh, web apps where which would support the training uh, that was happening in the startup. So one of them uh, was I had to build a voting system where there were 10 people competing against each other. So they had to get their friends to vote uh, come on to the web, web app and uh, log in with Facebook. That was what was majorly, uh, I mean, Facebook was what <laughs> was famous among college students six, seven years ago. So they would come log in with Facebook and cast their vote so that we could, uh, you know, make sure that not too many, uh, I mean, no, no duplicate entries are possible. So uh, I didn't realize I had introduced a loophole in that. And uh, somebody figured it out and very cleverly they uh, entered random email IDs initially and uh, we just never checked the backend. We only checked the uh, counts or count of the votes. So one person uh, hacked the system and he won. Only after a month we realized that uh, when we were actually checking the email IDs, we realized that a lot of them bounced and then uh, found out that there was a loophole in the system. That's when I felt I made, uh, you know, I let way for somebody to actually cheat and win while the actual winner was, uh, you know, somebody else and she lost because of a mistake that I did. So that that was, uh, I, I felt like an, a real imposter that time. And uh, I felt I was not fit for uh, developing any of those systems. But yeah, slowly I learned the lesson that I need to, uh, check for all of these uh, security robustness all of these are really important so that's the that still stays in my mind whenever i'm developing something i think of the worst possible scenario that could happen the worst way somebody could hack it and you know try and protect it yeah absolutely that's that's interesting to hear but very good <laughs> okay um can you tell us about your career highlight mm, yes uh 
it would actually be the very beginning of my career i was in third year of my uh, computer science degree when we had microsoft coming to our campus to select students for internship so that was the first time uh, i encountered an actual a real interview a real technical right uh, technical quiz aptitude test and all of that i really had no hopes that i would even clear the technical uh, you know the quiz the aptitude test so i just appeared for the uh, interview uh, sorry i appeared for the test i wrote it and when i discussed the answers this happens right you come out of the uh, test and then you discuss with your friends and all of them have got different answers you have got a different answer so i felt okay that's it i'm i haven't cleared this so let me just let me just walk out of the campus i decided i'm not clearing it anyway just when i was about to exit uh, somebody came running up to me and uh, he said hey your name is on the list you've been selected uh, for the technical interview that came as a shock <laughs> and i said okay that's interesting uh, let me attend the interview it was my very first interview i had absolutely not prepared for it because i had no hopes i felt every other person is better than me why would i uh, even make it to this interview but then yeah i made it i made through the first round the second round the third round i saw people slowly disappearing from there because they were they wouldn't they weren't making into the next round right and then finally we were just uh, four of us left out of uh, i think 200 plus students in the whole campus who got to write there were just four at the end who actually got through the interview and uh, were selected for the internship so i was the only one in my entire class of 60 people who got selected so when i entered my class the next day i could see the eyes of every other person and you know they they were looking up to me <laughs> that was a highlight i i felt okay so i belong in this industry this is uh, who i am that that was the highlight and i don't think any other uh, uh, you know moment has you know surpassed that yeah i think that selection process is quite tough isn't it in terms of the the way you have to go through multiple rounds and and so forth but i suppose the the takeaway from that is that although there's a select few that are chosen at any one time it's a continuous process and you can always reapply um and go through the process again so yes yes people do make it through yes that's the point yes yeah that's right <laughs> exactly <laughs> Good. Okay. Um, so what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT? Personally, for me, the fact that there's constant learning in this, uh, you have to keep learning, you have to uh, keep yourself updated. And I love that. And by learning more, I'm able to teach more. And I, I'm making my career out of it. So what's better than that? personally i because i really love learning but if you ask for somebody uh, new to this field they might feel overwhelmed about uh, there's so much to learn the same thing can make them feel quite dejected that how will i even keep up with so many things that are happening for those people i would like to say that you know they can look forward to small wins every single day so your code works one single line of code you write it works and that gives you some joy and then you write something more and uh, you know you write a code and it actually does what you you know expected to do 
that's a small win there are such small wins every single day in your life i don't know if there's any other career that gives you uh, such feedback on a daily basis that's what excites me you know in this field especially good okay right we're going to go into the reveal round now we're going to find out a little bit more about you and the way you think you ready for this oh yeah yes so what first attracted you to career in it it was uh it was the thing that i could put my problem solving ability to test and uh, i'm i'm good at it that's that's a strength i have i was not sure where i could make use of the strength un- unless i came uh, you know face to face with it and i felt wow so logic and analytical ability is where i'm strong at and that's what attracted so if the this career is all about it then yeah that's that's where i belong is what i felt yes yeah what is the best career advice you've ever received that was a uh, one year ago from my mentor he said why don't you start a youtube channel i'm sure you have a lot of tips to share in your journey of developing so many websites self learning and so so much you sure will have something to share i said yeah i do but i don't know if anyone's uh, even interested to watch my tutorials he said you never know you just start and uh, that turned out to be a really good you know advice i followed it and today i already have 4000 subscribers uh, in one year do the number of videos i have released is just about 50 yeah so yeah that's uh, it's been taken it's been taken well yeah. yeah so you produce a video about once a week yes yeah yeah cool and what is the worst career advice you've ever received <laughs> there uh, there were a few but i have taken none of them <laughs> though <laughs> the I I was uh, selected for uh, I got placed at Citrix which is a very good uh, MNC right after college and uh, just within 9 months of working there I felt job environment is not something that suits me I want to feel ownership of whatever I'm developing I want to be involved all of, all over it and not just uh, be a small part of it so I felt job is not for me I wanted to quit and I wanted to join my mentor's startup. So I uh, went up to my manager and said, uh, you know, I want to put my papers down. So he he made me sit for 30 minutes giving me advice of why my decision is wrong and uh, how he also thought of he also actually quit and joined the startup thought of doing so many things but he failed and he came back to it. so he kept advising me you know you're still at the very beginning of your career at least give it two three more years and then you could you know take a chance like this i said no i have decided i'm going for it right now <laughs> i wish i could meet him someday and you know just just tell him that things went fine you know yeah i think the thing about that is that everybody is different um, yes yes and and one person's experience will be different to the next person's experience. So I agree. Yeah, I can understand why he would have said that. But Absolutely, yes. Obviously from your perspective you you'd assessed the situation and you felt that was the right thing for you to do and and it was for you. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, if you were to begin your career again in today's world, what would you do? Well, the first thing I would probably do is join Twitter <laughs> yeah. and follow all the <laughs> you know all the people who are uh, you know very much into tech in in the 
field that I'm really interested in working on things that I would really be uh, working on and uh, you know stay updated because I uh, felt lonely in the initial years I probably didn't even know that such an amazing community exists on Twitter or maybe it didn't exist uh, nine years ago and I felt very lonely along my journey there were so many doubts I didn't know whom to ask or uh, you know I felt very um, what do you say low on confidence to even ask my questions that I would really change if I were to start today I would reach out to more people and ask even if they don't answer there's nothing to lose and but if they do answer then you know I'm progressing much faster I guess I would have progressed much faster if I had uh, I had asked more questions yes yeah that's very true there are lots of very helpful people out there and they will answer so it's worth asking Yes. Yeah, that's true. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on? So currently, I want to simplify web development or coding concepts that people usually find complex, though they aren't. uh, The way they are put across, maybe in documentation or tutorials, it just doesn't make sense to a lot of people. I know of a different approach. I know of a better approach of teaching so many concepts. And I'm very eager to do so and share my knowledge so that people are able to grasp the concepts much better, much faster through video tutorials, ebooks, courses, uh, even tech talks and workshops, training, all of these mediums. I would like to address this one thing because I realized I'm good at teaching. I want to continue doing that. Okay. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? Oh, for me, it's been public speaking. I was an introvert. I still like to call myself an introvert or maybe an ambivert. Uh, but I was very bad at stage. I would shiver a lot. I wouldn't be able to utter a single word if you put me on stage. But I got into network marketing and slowly I had to talk to a lot of new people. I, it I felt I was improving by the day. My communication skills kept improving. My confidence improved. Slowly, I made a few stage presents for small gatherings of 20 people, 30 people, 50, and it went on. I gave a lot of public appearances, which improved my public speaking skills. And today, it's not a problem at all. You you put me on stage this very moment, moment and give me any topic in the world. Even if I don't know anything, I can talk about it with confidence so I think that that has uh, you know helped me a lot I'm sure you found uh, my speaking skills on YouTube and only then approached me for the podcast right so I know that uh, the skill is uh, has kept me going and that's a strength (laughs) definitely and what do you do to keep your own career energized well I love adventures um So I just venture into anything that comes my way. Like I recently got an idea of writing an ebook. So I started it. I feel like I want to create a video. I I just do it. Somebody approaches me for a training session. I take it up. So I take up anything that interests me right now. And I keep going. I don't think about the income. I don't think about, uh, you know, of where my career is headed am I going in the right direction or no if it excites me then yes I am going in the right direction so that's all I want to love everything I do so I take up anything that excites me that's how I keep my career in energized 
<laughs> yes. And what do you do in your spare time away from technology? Well, to be honest, right now it's in my spare time that I'm working <laughs> because I have a I have a three and a half year old uh, that I take care of, and in this pandemic with no schools, no care, I am the stay at home mom who is supposed to uh, you know, engage him throughout the day, feed him, clean him up, play with him, teach him everything, right? So I only get about three hours a day to do whatever it is including me time twitter youtube or anything i do three to four hours is the max so yeah that uh, the rest of the time is when i tend to my family and my kid good okay and shruti can you share with us a passing piece of career advice Yes, I would really like to say um, it's very important to improve your communication and networking skills. Uh, Most important part of networking is that you have to let more people know of what you can do, what you are capable of, what you can build, what you can deliver. Just, just Just keep letting people know. It could be on Twitter, it could be on any social network or even offline. Just keep Telling people that, hey, I design websites. I do this. This is what I do. Or, you know, look at this work of mine. Just keep sharing. Because when there are so many people who get to know what you're capable of and there are uh, there is a dearth for talented people around when people find you and when they need some work that you're capable of doing, they'll pass it on to you. Right? But if you don't share... Yeah, if you don't share what you're capable of, if you if you just hide it from others, then you're not going to get some work through, right? Then you'll have to go to the tra- go through the traditional approach of applying for jobs, and uh, you know, even if you are really good at it, unless you showcase it, you're not going to get the job. Exactly, it's exactly what I was going to say as well. So you need to let people know what you can do. Yes, yes. And Shruti, how can we find out more about you and connect with you? Twitter is the best place. I'm most active there. I even have my direct messages open so anybody can reach out to me. Unless you just say hi or hello, I respond to every single DM. Uh, If you ask any question, any specific question, whatever it is, I respond to most of my DMs within a few days at least. That's where you reach out to me. Or yeah, YouTube is where uh, I you know, I, I keep releasing videos. I try to do at least once every fortnight right now. And uh, very soon, that is next month, I have an ebook coming up. This is my first ebook that I'm publishing, publishing, but it's already coming out really good. It's about CSS, Flexbox and Grid. So those are the two concepts in CSS a lot of front-end developers struggle with. And I'm taking an entirely different approach to teaching those two things. So if you get, if you just stay connected on Twitter, this is something you can stay updated about. Good. Excellent. Shruti, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. It's been great chatting with you. Thank you so much for having me, Phil. Hi, Phil here again. Well, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with today's guest. You can find full show notes on the website at itcareerenergizer.com slash e and the number of the episode you've been listening to. If you haven't already subscribed to the show, please make sure that you do so that you get episodes automatically downloaded to your device every Monday. Thanks for listening and have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. 
To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.